Hallelujah. We give glory to Jesus. And we bless the name of the Lord. I want to say a very big thank you to the general overseer, to all the pastors, and to everyone that came to support us yesterday. We are very grateful, and we believe that as we continue, the good Lord will help us. Hallelujah. Amen. I especially thank the General Vasquez again for the opportunity to share with us this morning. I believe, like I always say, that God has a word in season for us. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the opportunity to be here and to be seated in your presence. Lord, we pray that you shall breathe upon us even as your word comes. We pray that let deeper understandings come to us. Let deeper revelations of you and of your ways come to us. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you shall anoint me and speak through me, O God, even unto your people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, this season is all about Jesus. It's all about the birth of the Messiah. And so this morning, I will share with us briefly a message of titled, The Blessing of the Christ to the World. The Blessing of the Christ to the World. When Jesus came into the world, Jesus made many profound statements. Now, one of the profound statements he made is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, and the verse 18. Matthew 28, verse 18. Let's read it from the original King James. The Bible says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in the earth. All power is given unto me in heaven and in the earth. We have to understand that Jesus came into this world with power. 
Na wose yatiasia se Yesu ba yesi weimu a odi tumi enebae. The Christ came into this world with all power. He did not come with some power. He did not come with a little power. He came with all power. So he said all power is given unto me. Not just a little power, not just some power, but power is given unto me in heaven and in the earth. Na Christo ebe wiase bra obaye no odi tumi nyina anebae. Enye so odi tumi ebi, odi tumi ni fa bi, odi tumi kakra ana odi tumi ni enchemumpi. Nemom na sem ne se odi tumi nyina ade amame. Ti ase sa so you buy our buy and or the two mina and a buy. So as we relate with the Christ, as we commune with him, we fellowship with him, we have to have fellowship with him with this understanding that we are coming to a God who has all power. Now, if you look at other religions, they have many gods. So they say that this is the God of fertility. This is the God of healing. This is the God of the marriage. This is the God of this. But our God has all power. Their God, this God they claim has this power. That God they claim has that power. This God they claim has that power. But our God, all power invested in that same God. Christo <laughs> Now, when you study your Bible carefully, you will see that the prophet Daniel is one of the few prophets who has the privilege of having a revelation where he saw all power being handed over to the Christ. When you read Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 and 10, then we'll jump to 13 and 14. Daniel 7 from verse 9. It says, As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. Now, the Ancient of Days refers to God the Father. So, Daniel is saying that I saw a vision, and in that vision, I saw that thrones were set and God the Father, who is the Ancient of Days, took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. His court was seated, and the books were open. Now let's jump to 13. In my vision, so Daniel is still talking about the vision he saw when the ancient of days, which is God the Father, was sitting on his throne. He says, in my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man. The Son of Man talks about the Christ. Remember that Jesus 
It was called the Son of God and the Son of Man. So in this vision, Daniel sees first of all the Ancient of Days sitting on his throne. Then he looked again. Then he sees the Son of Man representing the Christ. And he says that in my vision at night, I looked. And there before me was one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days. So the Christ approached God the Father and was led into his presence. 14. He was given authority glory and sovereign power all nations of people of every language worshiped him his dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed so he said that when i saw the son of man the son of man approaches the ancient of days which is god the father and look at what god the father gave to the christ he was given authority glory and sovereign power. He was given all power. So when the Christ now comes in Matthew 28 and 18 and he begins to say that all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Daniel was privileged to see this transference of all power from the ancient of days to the Christ. Sans and Chenia and Nayakan wants to me, or Bano, a detuminina, Christian, a detuminina, a bayano, Unjabriakin, Kaye, Daniel, and Womanity, and Sunchemo, and Crono, and Crono, Christmas, and Dumians, and Ubehu, said a yet to take a punyana, I him one or any mono, own set of Bano, eh, coho, now all corn on the two million word, dear boy, Janin Seven or the Mano. Ain't he a hey, dear Daniel and Cassemuni, and Sana, yes, you prepare more cassette. What did two mean yinana abano? Na yadia o nyamye bie, den yele nuwa muwa hunu deda. Enti wen yasem fofro, yadia ya, difu dan ye wusie ye, ansana e bemu. Enti yeka ibra yesu e kasa, o kasa wo di two mean yinana amameno, e nyadie di afene e baso, o isa anse, jenan kasa, bra oko nini mono, e di two mean yinana, wadi yinana di ashenen sadeda. Ni ba ya obaye no, kristo di two mean yinana eneba. And so the Christ came into this world with all power. Now, all who come to believe in this Christ become beneficiaries of this power. There are certain powers available to you and I of the Christ and because of our faith in him. Now to me who do be our why yen aya ya ba Christo ne nchano yen ye wonho akwanya say ye nsaka ne didi dwuma adan esansa yen aya ba Christo oba ya no kura nyame etumi nyina no ye ne mafrai aba ne nchen. This morning this what we'll be looking at what are some of the powers that the Christ has made available to us by his coming into the world. When Christ came into the world, one of the powers he gave you and I is the power to be both priests and kings. Now Christ we are so no to me bakwa or the my the power to be both priests and kings. Let's look at Revelation chapter 1. And we'll read from verse 6. 
If we can stick to original King James, it says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and has washed us from our sins in his blood. Now verse 6. And had made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Now this verse is saying that the Christ has made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory, dominion forevermore. The coming of the Christ into this world certain power and one of the first powers he gives you and I is the power to be both kings and priests unto our Lord. Prior to the coming of the Christ into the world, a man could not be both priest and king. If you look in the Old Testament, before the coming of Jesus, a man could not be both priest and king. You were either a king or a priest. You could not be both. So David was a king but not a priest. Eli was a priest but not a king. Samuel was a prophet priest but not a king. Under the old covenant, before the coming of the Christ into the world, you were either a king or you were a priest. The first person under the Old Testament who tried to operate as both king and priest came under the judgment of God. Now, you remember that the Philistines attacked the Israelites and Samuel told Saul that look wait in Gilgal I will come and offer the sacrifice because I'm the priest and you are the king you can't venture as both king and priest and so he told Saul that look wait in Gilgal I will come and offer the sacrifices which is the office of the priest that must do that and after I have offered the sacrifices you can go to war against the Philistines now Saul waited for seven days and Samuel did not show up and Saul said look I will now venture also into the office of the priest and I will sacrifice myself and so Saul offers the sacrifice and when Samuel came Samuel said look what have you done today God has taken the kingship also from you because you ventured into an office that you have no authorization entering into you were a king 
but you could not be a priest. And so the first person who tried to be both king and priest prior to the coming of the Christ came under the judgment of God. Hallelujah. So when the Christ came, the Christ said, Look, I have all power. And one of the powers I will make available to you, which was not available previously, is that I will give you the power to serve as both priest and king. It is out of this understanding that Apostle Right in First Peter chapter two and verse nine, he says you are a chosen generation. Then he says you are a royal priesthood. Now, Apostle Peter can now write and say that you are a royal priesthood because now royalty and priesthood can co-join into one individual, a power that was not available prior to the coming of Christ. But when Christ now comes and says that I now make you kings and priests, Peter then writes and says, anybody that now comes into the light, you become a chosen generation. And number two, you become a royal priesthood. You have royalty on your head, but at the same time, you can have priesthood also on your head. So anybody that now comes has the ability and the power to be called a royal priesthood, a king priest. Now, Sakunya, Yakunya, Strongkua, Onyame, Edidia, Christomo, Edemaye. Is that answer the Christo Ebano? No, be no more crying in Yosa, Saubayan, as I am some four, and answer so four at the account. Then you can't write it in Sabra, Christo Bayano, no Onyame, Edia, two million national in Sano, or Pine Mukasa to the two million and Mame. Ain't he Sandiano and then be a crying at the man? I said, You did that, and Nanka Yen to me, Yapam, the Danumono, and then Christon, Yapa Christon, Chano, Christon, a be a crying young Maya, one and I walk at the Apam, the Daemono, went to Benya Sakon and Yendi Unyame, a pamphlet frame, and Christos at the Adomaye, Yen a ma, a year opening, and also of some four Petro, Etimitro, now can say. Peter 
moye ahene asofuku abusiakuo ye onyame nkasa asada pa won na wosade amma mo akonya se monya ahene ensanya asofuo enka ho obi nia ya waba kristo nchan don ay tse ye mu no onyame de adom kase ni ade adom esade odi tumi nyina ade ama kristo na kristo ade ade ne ni hodada no ade ache ye nkwa ade ama ye nkwa yen de ye won kwan se ye ahene na se ye asofuku adeka ho we are kings because we take territory for Christ. In the days of what kings did, that is why kings go to war. The whole point of going to war is to expand territory. And so we are kings because we expand the territory of the kingdom of God. We are kings because we work to translate people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We are kings because we work to push the forces of darkness back so that the forces of the light of God will shine. That is why we are kings. We are kings because we reign in the marketplaces. We are kings because we reign in our world. We are kings because we expand the kingdom of our world. and we are priests because we serve God and we have direct access to the throne of God. In the Old Testament, only the priest could have direct access to the throne of God. The king dared not enter into the holies of holies or the holy place. God will kill him. But under our dispensation, we have the authority to enter into the throne room of God. That is why I always say that the Bible tells us that we should come boldly to the throne of grace. Because under the dispensation of Christ, one of the powers he has given us is the power to be priest. And as priests, we have direct access to the throne room of God. So one of the first power that is made available to us by the coming of the Christ is the power to be both priests and kings. Now, the second power available to us because of the coming of the Christ. I think sometimes we all know that Jesus came into the world, but we are deficient in the understanding of 
is made available to us because of the coming of the Christ. And I believe that this is what God wants to open our eyes to this morning. The second power available to us because of the coming of the Christ is the power to access healing. The power to access healing. The power to access healing. Let's look at Isaiah 53 and the verse 5. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Na Christo Maya Obaya no ye hu se aye onya brehwe device ya ngomana adwenu myensa no nchemu no bible se na ono de ye mratu nti na wopra no ye amomuye nti e na wadwere no ye asomye ho asotwe dan so na ne mantapie emu wode wode asayen yade hallelujah this scripture tells us that because the Christ came into this world and because he went up onto the cross and he was beaten and bruised and hurt on the cross by virtue of his and his ascension onto the cross you and I have obtained healing now you have to understand that prior to the coming of the Christ there was no predetermined pathway or pattern whereby if somebody needed healing he could say that okay this is a predetermined pathway or this is a predetermined methodology by which I can tap into the healing power of God if you check the Old Testament there is no predetermined pathway by which a person could tap into the healing power of God So if you look in the Old Testament, for example, if you take the case of Abimelech, you realize that God just out of mercy speaks to Abimelech and says that look, Go to Abraham for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and your household shall be healed. So it was almost by luck or by chance that Abimelech's family is healed. 
if you take the, the story of he, uh, 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 Naaman, you realize that there was, a, uh, there was a girl in his household who was, who was uh, a housemaid. And he said, that, look, there's a prophet in Israel. If you will go to him, perhaps God through him can heal you. So Naaman goes and the prophet Elisha says, look, go and bath in the Jordan seven times. Now, all in the entire lifetime of Elisha, he does only 32 miracles. Now, out of the 32, it, it means that of all the people that he ministered to, there were only 32 miracles that came in his entire lifetime. Count your life. Maybe you've been in Christ just five days or six days or one year or two. You have received more than 32 miracles. Now, there was one person in his entire lifetime, only 32 miracles. In his entire lifetime as a prophet, only 32 miracles. And even those ones, it's just about one or two. Naaman and maybe some other person's case, which were healing miracles. So you realize that the Old Testament, there's no clear pathway by which that if I need healing, I can say that, okay, these are predetermined pathways that if I follow, I can take hold of my healing. Later on, God now creates the pool of Bethesda, where if somebody did that healing, once in a while, then an angel will come and you stare the waters and whoever will jump in first, you get your healing. All of you, you can do whatever you want to do until the next and, and I just keep wondering that. So if I jump in today and I obtain my healing, and then I go back and some another sickness befalls me, hey, try and see if I can be the first again. Na kwenye kasi na onyamenam Kristo sudiya mayeni yanga ya wafrenya banenchen doa ya etsesi imono ezato nyabresha ya pamda dani mwa ubenguse wanga na wanya yarisavuro sawo kabema leke ni nyameni pana eh e nyamia domono de domono no kas eh komi konyameni pa komi ni pa wao poko mesofu na omompa ya mau na wani ufie ni na banya yarisa e ya kwenye baako na nyamia bi edema no saani yangu e so, a baby and what people could do in Yinano than a Yaria Bose Tache. Nemo Yinimusena, a Yafnebia, when you fear a Juni, ah, ya, Yame, and someone is wanting to own him, sir, and Saint Chinane, I want Yamini Pansam, I want to chrome Israel. And you can't tell me, or come out, or Nura, so to say, Mirrors and Kabinia Quine, Ako, Israel, Ako, Yamini Pa, and no dear, said Tia Bian or Beswan Frebrade, no Yamio Yara, Safari Basawiare, Yinimusena. Sakana Christ Krubisi krubisi oh kono obi nyakwan etomu kanea ene de obetwan afedan so samba biemu a ene obobo ho modan enti mfie bebere ne bi nipa go ho a won se enti mi yasa ensesa se ayasa ne chicha da ho ne mu nchira ne ayeye nkan urade a onam kristo so edi tumi nyina ntomu yin at bri yidia menu ba bia ye nam bia ba bia ye wo bia adu bibi ya ya ekoso no 
so sometimes when I read the Bible, I'm very glad I was born after Christ came. Because <laughs> look, the saints before, they didn't have it easy at all. But the coming of the Christ, he said that by his stripes we are healed. Now, when Christ now goes onto the cross, if you study your Bible carefully, you began that the, the Bible now begins to write down defined pathways by which because Christ has already paid the penalty for our healing on the cross, the Bible now begins to come up with clear guidelines where if a believer is sick, by tapping those guidelines, they can enforce their healing which Christ has already won on the cross. What are some of these defined patterns of accessing healing under the Christ? Pattern number one Let the elders pray over the sick. This is one of the clear pathways that the Christ says that if there is anybody in this dispensation after my coming, after my death of the cross, after the stripes which made you whole and which healed your diseases, if there is anybody who is sick by virtue of my coming, this is one pathway by which they can access the healing. Pathway number one, let the sick, let the elders pray over the sick. James chapter 5, read 14 to 16. Yakubo Tinum and Jichemu Dunai any Dunomono. Obe won't say a quanya ye de kind and say ma asafunum penin for a mon paye emma waya o yadiano. We ye kwaya ye de kanya Christum Baya Obama ye can a chim pray now kwa spono a kwanya ba kumo yes you was say so be yare na me baby yare and no dear masa funum penin fono and fans and wuso and munuso and mon paye and mano na sand ye a ya kwanya ya de kanya sanya ya kubachro awa ti enumeron chemu e dunani e dunumono or the atowa and the major before in he says is any sick amongst you let him call the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he has committed sins they shall be forgiven him. God is very clear that after the Christ has come to die this is one of the ways that if you are sick you can obtain your healing. If any sick amongst you, let him call the elders of the church. Let them lay hands upon him. Let them pray for him and he shall be healed. Under the old covenant there is no clear pathway like this that is anybody sick amongst you let him gather the elders of the church. There was nothing like that. There was no clear pathway and pattern. But God because of the coming of the Christ now gives us one clear pathway and he says that is anybody sick 
of the elders of the church. Let them lay hands upon him. Let them pray over him. Many times when our general overseer stands here and says that, look, this our sister is sick. Shall we rise and pray over our sister? Shall we rise and pray over our brother? We, we are doing it out of this understanding that by virtue of the coming of the Christ, this is one pathway by which healing comes. That when somebody is sick, the elders of the church, we rise up and we pray over the sick and healing comes to the sick. So that is why every time somebody is sick, our general overseer says, let's wake up. Let's pray for this person. Let's pray for that person. Because it is one clear by which we accept healing because of the coming of Christ. Christ Pathway number two, let the sick pray over himself. So pathway number one, let the elders pray over the sick. Pathway number two, let the sick pray over himself. James chapter five, verse thirteen. The Bible says, Is any amongst you afflicted? Let him pray. That word afflicted means many things. It means, Is anybody troubled? It means, Is anybody perturbed? It also means, Is anybody sick? And he's saying that, Let that person pray. Pray. It is out of this understanding that when you have headache, you are able to take your hand, lay it upon yourself, and say, In Jesus, headache disappear, and the headache disappears. It's because there's a clear parting in Scripture because of the coming of the Christ that when anybody is afflicted with any disease, one of the things of healing is that let him pray over himself. With this understanding tomorrow if you get up and your leg is, is, is paining you you just take your hand, you place it over your leg and says in the name of Jesus he says by his stripes I am healed I command this leg to be healed right now I command this pain to go right now and the pain shall go because under this covenant by the coming of the Christ we have this liberty through this pattern to profess healing over our Never read under the Old Testament that somebody got up and said, I'm sick, and he laid hands upon himself and he prayed for himself. Why? Because that pathway wasn't given to them. Because the Messiah and the Christ have not yet come. Now, after the Christ comes, he says that I give you this liberty and I give you this pattern that if you are sick, you have the ability to lay hands upon yourself and the sickness will go. Now, 
wiase enso pono yade eka ho yade atumi ma wo amane nti ba kwese mo hun biye hun amane a ana masani pana enyina mompaye mane ho nti ekonya ya toso mienu enen esan se briya ya ya kan apam dada afro no wo enya sa akonya na onyame mfansi wo na chrosam entro ne baabia se na akonya wo hosa wo betumi ahwehwe apam dada ne mu bon se sa akonya ayade a kristo baba bi wu ma yen na kiri ansana sa akonya ebade amayen it is a name ni Pathway Let's look at 1 Corinthians 11 and we we'll read 23 to 26. Aye, ni eto so miensa ene awadi aditi. Awadi aditi. Ti enhwe boma ye de kan ti eduba kono nchemu aduenu emiensa no. It says for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Take note of that. He says, This is my body. When he gave them the bread, he said, The bread is my body, and the bread is broken for you. This do in, remember, in remembrance of 25. After the same manner, he also took the cup. And, he, and when he had sapped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Sebaibo Miara mimo jemu debiara mobenum mobenum no monya ye emfa nya menkae adwenu sia no se na debiara mobedi pano yi mobenum kruye kruwe yi ano no mopai awurade ewuo ene muomu ka wuomu ka kosi se obeba kai kosi se obeba enti mhyane nso se eniema wabobosono 
or can't ya fa a radi ba ba any jumadia obedi, se o kwa send yana so, or didn't wunem dia mamma ya papa ye said mediana ya obedi yene potenya. And now so my ma yen yenya kwenya pamfu fro emuno yen kwani ya wona for any piano, yea, quenya, and also a devil man, menuaya, brie, ye were ready more, say, yes, to be how ye are, you bet me a quite ready any more, nay, yea, 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 In the 24, he says that, let's look at 24 again. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. He's saying that the bread is his body. Whenever you come for communion and you are eating the bread, Jesus is saying that that bread you are eating, it is my body which was broken for you. In Isaiah 53 verse 5, he said that by my, the stripes I obtained in my body, by the brokenness of my body you were healed. How many of us remember that? Now, he says that when you eat the bread, you are, it's symbolic of that brokenness of my body. And if by my stripes and the brokenness of my body you are healed, it means that every time you eat the bread, which is symbolic of my broken body, healing must be available to you by virtue of your partaking of the brokenness of the body of Christ, which is symbolic of the bread. I don't know what the doctors have said concerning your life. But I want to tell you that every time you come for communion, come with this understanding henceforth that this is the body which was broken for me. And God has already said that because of me partaking in that broken body, I have healing. So I don't know what they have said. I don't know what diagnosis they have given you. As you come and you eat of the bread, you revelation and out of this faith begin to decree over yourself as you take the bread that I am partaking of the broken body of Christ which gave me healing because I am eating of this body let every cancer begin to disappear let every tumor begin to disappear let every chronic disease begin to go sicknesses that go and come as I eat of this body today it is settled once and for all I believe that the reason why a lot of us come for communion over and over and yet the sicknesses still persist if you approach the table of the Lord with this understanding and this revelation that the bread we are eating is just symbolic of the broken body of Christ and as I eat this bread Sunday after Sunday something must begin to be perfected in my body I don't care what sickness it is maybe it is a brain problem as you eat the bread every communion service 
God will begin to reform the brain cells. God will begin to correct certain things in your body. For some people, they will come, they will eat it once, and the healing will come. But for somebody, eat it today and you will confess over yourself that by the broken body of Christ I am healed. Next week you will come, you will eat it again and you say by the broken body of Christ I am healed. The next month you will come and you will eat it again and you will keep confessing over yourself that as I take of this brokenness of his body I am healed and before long you will see that that pain and that sickness has disappeared. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So the second power the coming of the Christ makes available to us is power to access healing. The third power available to us is the power over darkness. Power over darkness. Let's look at first John chapter three and the verse eight. It says, He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. Now what it says, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God was 
manifested for this purpose that Christ came into the world that he might destroy the works of the devil. So when Christ came into the world, one of his primary assignments was to destroy the works of the devil. How did he destroy the works of the devil? When he went onto the cross, something interesting happened. Let's look at Colossians 2 and the verse 15. destroy the works of the devil he says and having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it he's talking about the cross and saying that when jesus went onto the cross one of the things he did was that he spoiled principalities and powers he destroyed principalities and powers remember in ephesians 6 the bible says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers so the the the, the, the powers of darkness are, are, are labeled under principalities and powers and the Christ is saying that when I went onto the cross, I destroyed principalities and powers. I overcame principalities and powers because the reasons I came into the world is that the Son of God was made manifest into the world that He might destroy the works of darkness. The <laughs> Say yes to buy our bayano. I do my bakuma can in my yano hono say. Sanko for the satum dienina. Wobe to wogu now we nya me baje. What ye wa mama tu a san Christo Maya or by inji. So the Christ came into the world to destroy the power of curses, to destroy the power of witches, to destroy the power of wizards. To destroy the power of enchantments. That is why the Bible is not able to say concerning us that no weapon functioned against us shall prosper. It's because when the Christ came into the world, one of the things he did was that he destroyed the works of darkness. Now, after destroying the works of darkness, he now comes to his disciples and he says to them, I have already obtained the victory on the cross by destroying the works of darkness. So when he hung on the cross and he said it is finished, one of the things that was finished was the power of Satan over your life. He said, have dealt with that power of darkness already it's now time for you to now enforce the victory over that power so he came and now he said to his disciples in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19 he says that behold I give now unto you the power to tread upon snakes and serpents and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you, why? because Jesus knew that when I went onto the cross I dealt with that power, now I am also giving you that same power and I am telling you that I have given you power to trample 
snakes and scorpions. Snakes and scorpions spiritually represent the forces of darkness. And he's saying that, look, I want that victory on the cross. And I have given you that same power to be able to overcome them. Jesus has won the victory. What you need to now know is the tools by which you will, you will enforce that victory that Jesus has already won on the cross. Ain't he? Nitumine ni atamfo ni na wode enyina so na bibiara entumi enya mo hwe kristo di wonzu nkonim deda kristo ni awusuo no wodi wonzu nkonim aka wo bedwam adadadi wo bedwam amani wonyina wo se ono kristo no wotu ogu wodi wonzu nkonim wo se wonyuma nyina eya wo se wo yenyame be die onyame aya ma no nyame asisi ma no obefa na sade e wona wo se otu na mo etiesiese Christo ba ya o ba ya no. Iju ba dia ya o ba di ya no. Ni eka wo biye ni se. Wanga ya ene musumu. Atum fosu e di ujuma. E ha wano. Ono wo di wo su unkonimu. Wona wase wo kofana asadi ya. E se se kuru da Christo. Dia wa yeni chefa mude. Asai wo nyuma nyina. Kone kofana wo. Sani ya mano nyina asadi ya. E se se tu minya wo di anka dada no. E tu mi kura wo na. Wun tu mi mpe mko wo ni mo ono. Christo na mani maya ya o ba ya no. So. Adi unkonimu di amao. What are some of the tools by which we enforce this victory over darkness that the Christ has already won for us? Tool number one is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Now, when Ben so na yefa na ye di sa ni me ni na sunkoni me ni di kain aye Jesu di no. Philippians two, we read from verse nine to twelve. Now, yesha ye Philippo fongo engoma eti emi yenu chemunkono. It says, wherefore God has highly exalted him. He's talking about the Christ. And has given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. The Bible is trying to show us the potency of the name of Jesus. He says that when the name of Jesus is mentioned, number one, that name is a name that is above every other name. What it means if you are a believer and you are standing here and you are mentioning the name of Jesus and there is an unbeliever and he's standing here and he's mentioning the name of another God, the name of your Jesus is far superior to the name of his God. So he says that I have given him a name that is above every other name. That is why if there is somebody in your office who is doing things against you in the name of another God and you rise up and you also take your authority in Christ and you say in the name of Jesus I come against you that name that you have mentioned far superior to that name he is mentioning in his room because the name of Jesus is a name that is higher above every other name that is why we enter into battle with this confidence that the name we are coming under is greater than every other name that is why that day when Moses went before Pharaoh and Moses dropped his rod and Pharaoh's people also came and they dropped their rod even though both turned into snakes the snake of Moses swallowed the snakes of Pharaoh's enchanters why? because we are coming under a banner the names of God, but they are that the name of our God is higher than every other name. That is the difference. 
So we enter into battle with confidence. Not because of how long we pray. Not because of the words we can use in our prayer. But we enter into battle with confidence. Because of the name under which we fight. Because of the name that is our banner. Because of the name with which we do warfare. That is what gives us the confidence of victory over the forces of darkness. And that is the mistake that Goliath made. When Goliath came before David. He says, I come against you in the name of my God. Said you have made a big mistake because the God I serve, He has a name that is above every other name. So if you are coming in the name of your God, you have made a big mistake because when I invoke the name of my God, three things happen every knee, number one, in heaven bows, every knee on the earth bows, and every knee under the earth bows. So there are three dimensions of entities that bow. When we mention this name, all the host of heaven must bow. When we invoke the name of Jesus, every demon on the earth, every human principality on the earth must bow the name of our God and all the demons under the earth must also bow when we mention the name of our Lord that is why the Bible says uh, the name of the Lord is the strong tower the righteous we run into that name it is that name that we run into and we have safety it's because of the potency of the name I do be be anya say e pa e botin tin anya nsema hodwa ya yetumi kan sane ya no ate yetumi kan sem bebere kire nya me da bi ana de ye nkonum de e ba nemo ntumi ni awode a wodie no mu enti kan se be bi ya wokro ni be bi ya wonama no anyema bebere anka wose yu free wono wantumi anya hwe san din ya wo eta wo so no enti enti kai
Yesu din ya ya yedi etu anamo e de koye kono enti yin na se bin nim na so betu yesu sa onim se oso eware cheren yen onim nkrofo onim baabi obetumi awura kwaba na emonye na wonwu afisa meno yesu nyame bia ya otiasea yin na nanu no na nsanene no aye david adia okokono na onim adia ya okwakoye enti onim se owo nyame bia ya otiasea bra na goliat ehwe no no osre kwa 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 da oka editia aye Oka e domeno e di nyame di e domeno na dewudi say oh wo ko ne sadi ya ne wayam from so e san san me nyame ni di no ayam wa wadin me nyame ni no ye tumfo din me nyame di no ayen senkire ni din a me ba ko to gwenyina ko to esro asase so ani asase ase wo bo nyame din di a ma yemfansie ni mo e e san san me bo me nyame ni din na nyama ba wo so so e ba wo so wo so na wo ye nyame ba wo ko ko a senior david yes dada no o ma ni goliata wo na brabom no e brase bre ye ye wo nyen kai se wo sum nya mekese ye na bibia ye wo no ba anya mesisie ni ji e na binu mo e e han wo e di wo ho fa wo e fo wo wo die free na ne bi o nya me amon wati ase se wo di kese ye wo di nwamaso wo di ye tu me ni ahode e wo mu e ti so bo yesu di na en senkire ni besisi anya ma ya so wo so ni bakoto e se ni se yesu di no no na david di abo ya en senkire ni si na goliata oni se teno oda ano dia ye hana mama ne seno wantu mie nyina ene wu ye nyame ba kai se o nyame de din ye wonwaso edie no dia mawo se wo bo jesu dina ene ebesi esan se bible ka sa din ninti ana yen yetumi ka ditu ye ho se yen ye wotumi ni anwode bia ya te ye kire na nsanchani besi a na gina se ameno ye bama sa tumi aya wo yesu din no ade djuma ade amayen esan na se din mu ana ye kunu mu din enyina ahye So tool number 1 by which we enforce our power over darkness is the name of Jesus. Tool number 2 is the full armor of God. The full armor. Of God. Because of time I'll just run through it. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's start from verse 10 to verse somewhere 17. Ephesians chapter it says finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In other words, he's saying that when you put on the whole armor of God, you have victory over the power of the devil or the power of darkness. Continue. He says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of darkness in this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now he begins to list the armor. He says that stand therefore having your loins girt with truth. Some versions will say the belt of truth. So the first armor he mentions is that if you want to have victory over darkness, this is one of the first armor you must have on yourself, the belt of truth. What is the belt of truth? You have to understand that if you one who works in truth and one who works in lies the person who works in truth comes under the banner of the Christ because Jesus said remember i am the way i am the truth and i am the light so when a person works in truth when a person has the belt of truth the person works under the banner of the Christ it is that banner that preserves his soul it is that banner that protects him it is that banner that gives him a coverage because he works in truth he works in the way he works in the truth and that truth preserves him take another believer that 
for another person that walks in lies. Judgment has already been passed over those that walk in lies. Remember that Jesus said that all those who lie are of the father, the devil. So when a person walks in life, in lies, Satan has authorization to attack you. But when a person has the belt of truth on, you walk under the banner of Christ. That gives you victory over darkness. Na <laughs> Nemo ye nim pedi nieni to me dear ni weati musum motum for any awane I was a wa osuro honomo ye inti munze nyanko pon akina na mo to me e jina e dabonyeno ano na maye ningina na muye ningina yuya mujina ho enti jemudunaino enti munina ho monfa akunt a no kre emma masane Ain't it your dear about who I hear any kind of Nyamibebi <laughs> then he says, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is one of the armories that gives us power over the works of darkness. Righteousness, righteous living gives you power over Satan. Remember, one day Jesus said that the prince of this world cometh, but has nothing in me. I remember that some time ago, our general Vasya preached about this. And he said that, look, this is how it works like. It's like a remote control. So there's a chip in the TV and there's a chip in the remote. Now, because the chip corresponds, if I press... It, 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 the, the, the TV follows you. Why? Because of the remote chip that is in the two of them. If Satan comes and you're working on righteousness, he has a chip in you. When he presses that button, he already has you. But when you work in righteousness, like Jesus, you can say that the prince of this world cometh. He's coming after me. He's coming to devour me. But he has nothing in me. He has no authority over me because I work in righteousness. Righteousness is not just a virtue. Righteousness is a weapon. Nani 
One was that ne ya ya dia ya e tumi ma upon yam e be a quine be my na ye boy yes to dinner and sent ye achebina sopeni e e church and okas a etene ye de e te se ufa e remote tv remote e san se ade no ani tv na tarida no ho no ho aho no ani e wo akonya pam bi de won tam na eno no e wo twaka binti no se wo ka sen wo ha na tv no so e bono wan no age so e san se onnim no se tene ye wo mo ani de rade ni mo ade ya obeka no nyame be ye de obeka na e be gina anamo ye obetu no nyame tumi e be ta kire yesu ka se hwe wiase tutumfo no e ba na oni hwe wo mo mo na onim ne oka e san se yesu no na tene ye na ahye ni mo na me no wo wo se nye tene ye na ye ade fofro dia ye nim se tene ye na chi no nya uyo nyina no e ya kwa ba kono dia enti oba ona je padia wo ho obetan wo ka odan wo ka ye yie ni mu so menam tetene ni ye mu dia na bone akwan nyina afi obrabomu na ni wo mu nyina ayetene ye tene ye ye kristo dia na mpan ye na nyame ba wo be kristo dia na nsenchene ensie let kristo ensane emedi what what seven ho adwuma emetu anamon aboni ye hawo no emfama wo shenen so se wo be ni koni mu a wo tene ni ye bebo awo shenen so wo ye nyame ba yi wo be yesu dia ama nsenchene ensia e wo se Uye nyame ba wonante nyame etin ne yemu na se opo yesu dina ensenchenene tumindi yene konemdi ebeya wochefa and then i will combine all the other armory because of time that's why i said and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace he's talking about those who spread the gospel he's talking about those who do the work of god and he's saying that it is an armor let me tell you some of us our lives have been preserved because we did the work of god when you do the work of god one of the blessings you have is that god Preservation over the forces of darkness. So Satan is coming to attack you, and God looks up from heaven and he says, I remember your deeds. Like he said to Cornelius, that your prayers and your deeds of arms have come up to me like a memorial sacrifice. Every time you engage yourself in doing the work of God, it's a memorial sacrifice that ascends onto the heaven. And one of the blessings you derive from that work of righteousness for the kingdom is that God preserves your soul over the attack of the enemy. Now, okay, yeah, say. Namonfa asumujia sampano ho ahoda so ehsehye monan wonga ya kanyame asempa edijuma nyame no nyame anikuo ho enti minim se nipa pi na yewo ho enti o nyame bo ye wo ban na nkofo eto ye e nareka nkofo asum ye fidi na entumi anyeye ni se nyame bo na ni kwasha a wo ye mesomfo wo ye medwuma ye ni denti na mama obi fidi ye wosum wosum wo na ebe yu minya wo akyena obi adwuma dia ma me beba wo ho ban be yu wa firi mu adenti na wo nyi wo firi wo nya wo se akyena nopa obesoma ma wo kwadu adwuma dia ma no empendudu wo ya wo ye nyame adwuma wo tu wo akye edi nam ye ani opepa ujamiyanukuwo,sadiyebi,baba,senka,isetiyebi,awasobofobikuwa,obayuwefiwa,adiyobifufakushaneemo,isasawuwafasodebanyame,mishewo,sewunyanyameebei,manyamiyejuma,
Satan will throw arrows of death, the fear of failure, the fear of not marrying, the fear of being the, of, 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 of failing in business, the fear of failing in school. But when you have the shield of faith, when you have that faith where God says that you shall be the head and not the tail, when you have that faith where God says that with long life I will satisfy you, when God, when you have that faith where He says that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, when you have that shield of faith, when Sarah arrows at you, that shield of faith blocks you over that works of darkness. Then he says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. When a person comes under salvation, when a person is saved, the Bible says you are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Having that helmet of salvation, there is a transference from the power in the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And the Bible says, and the light entered into darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. When a person is saved, you have divine immunity over the power of darkness. When a person is not saved, you dwell in the midst of darkness. <laughs> And then finally he says the sword of the spirit which is the word of God look this message that we are preaching this bible that we are preaching is a sword and as we preach it and as we read it, we are cutting down things that we do not see with our physical eyes. As this word comes forth, it is cutting out disbelief. As this word comes forth, it is cutting down forces of darkness. It is cutting down fear. As the sword comes forth, it is cutting down imaginations of the evil one in evil rest. The Bible says that in the sword of the spirit. When Satan attacked Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus used the word of God. He said it is written. Why? Because the Bible doesn't just guide us how to live. The Bible is also a sword with which we fight Satan. So when there is a believer who doesn't study his word, what he doesn't know is that he doesn't have a sword. And the day that Satan comes, Satan will have victory over you. Because what will you use to fight? One of the things 
fighting in this kingdom is the sword of the spirit which is the word of God I came to challenge you you must have this sword in your hand and I hear the spirit of the Lord is saying that some of us the sword in our hand is as small as a dagger because that is the quantum of the word of God that we know some of us the sword in our hands is just like the kitchen knife with which we are using to cut things because that is the quantum of the word of God in our lives but for some of us also the sword in our hands is a gigantic sword because of the quantum of the word of God that is in us I ask you what is the size of the sword that you hold in your hand is it like a dagger because things that you can do with a big sword you can't do with a small dagger things you can't do you can do with a kitchen knife you cannot do with a small dagger I came to tell you let the sword of the spirit in your hand be mighty be mighty be strong and be great and with that sword you will cut down all the forces of darkness her time is up. Just bowed our heads. I don't know what God spoke to you even as the word came. But I want you to just pray over yourself right now. And I want to say, Father, I want to walk in that power. That Power over the forces of darkness. That power to operate as king and priest. And that power to walk in divine healing. Lord help us. Lord help us. Lord help us. Father, we thank you. And we bless you for your word which has come unto us. We pray, may we walk in the might of what we have heard. And may we see victory upon victory upon victory as we move in this kingdom. Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Many blessings.